Hello. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm oh, not in it. Fuck. No, you are. Edit that out. No, you are in it. Okay, We good. don't have. Yeah. We don't no. have anything official. I'm expecting like a all Aussie mystery hour. Oh, I've done that before. It's not a fun. <laughs> it went it's down not, like a lead balloon with it me. It was a lead balloon, let me tell you. It was literally like silence and crickets. <laughs> and then I wheeze laughed at you. <laughs> and everyone was like, can Mel never do that again? <laughs> Mel, never sing again. Bring it back. <laughs> um, so, yes, we have a third person in the room. Yes, there we is We don't know where person. she came from. She just turned up. Off the street, man. She doesn't work here. We've called the security guard downstairs. We just can't get rid of her. She's <laughs> now just, just here now. Halfway through a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Making yourself at home. No, we've got Alicia from The Bachelor slash Bachelor in Paradise slash Real Life. Let's say Bachelor in Paradise. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's my, my favourite one. Well, yeah. Well, that was your peak. Yeah. That was your peak, which we will get to. Mm, you, yeah. you peaked yeah. quite well in that. We were surprised, but we let's get that. We'll sweet. get there. I'm a bit drunk, so I I'm love all that. over the shop. Josie's I'll, gonna have I'll to run there. this bitch. I'll be there. So. Well, that's fine. But Mel, do you want to explain how we? Yes. Why so you thought Mel I was and a bitch. I watch <laughs> Mel and I watch all the Bachelor series because we recap them for pedestrian. Also, we love them and we love them. We, it started because we love them. Yes. Then we accidentally became the recappers, and because now we it's were messaging work. each other anyway. Yeah. And then we're like, let's turn these messages into a recap. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we were watching Nick Cummins' season. Yes. And Mel wrote a story. I, okay. <laughs> it was, you know what? I've worked out. Okay. I've got to preface this because everyone's going to think I am the biggest cunt of preface. the universe. Preface. <laughs> we say cunt on this podcast. Yes. This oh, is yeah. my new favourite podcast. We say, we say cunt on the podcast. I love that. I just, I just corrected a word. Preface. Preface. Oh no, that's all right. Oh my god, I You've got learned. done the other day. Just spilling Alicia in. Yeah. What was that? What was that word? <laughs> Awry. Awry. Oh, I said no. Ori. Oh no. And Ori? I just didn't say anything. So preface I is was a like, hard one. Am I, I wrong? But I know preface. It's no, preface. 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 No. It's See, preface. I stop myself. Like I'm about to say it, and I'm about to say preface, and I'm like, nope, I know this one. Well, I think preface. it's preface. It am I wrong? Yeah, I you're, mean, you're right. Okay. We're good. Let's We're good. We're fine, guys. So this has been dictionary hour. Dictionary hour. <laughs> That's all we have time for. <laughs> um, anyway, so I wrote this article. It was a Saturday. I had to work on a Saturday because mm-hmm. Alicia's trying to drink for wine. <laughs> <laughs> She's not seasoned at the oh, wine microphone. Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's situation. hard. It's not just like a normal podcast, no. Mike. We've got a whole gear. I feel like the I've got Madonna my like, braces, but yeah. the ones that like. Oh, like Lisa has braces. Yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm working on a Saturday and I was really bored. Mm. There was nothing happening and it was mid-Bachelor and I was like, I'm going to do a ranking of all the Bachelor contestants by how likely they are to win this season. Mm-hmm. It was a good article. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I have not read this since I wrote it and when I write these articles, I just like, like it's like word vomit onto a page and then oh, I just put it out into the universe. What was my descriptor? It's, and it's what did bad. I come? It, you came last. Oh, shit. <laughs> But we were a bit way through. Right? You were, yeah. So, so there was, we're not yeah. got 28 oh. girls anymore. There's at least like, you've, what rank am I? You've beaten like two people. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll take it. You were like number 15. Far and out. I didn't count that's intruders because they never win. They just never win. No. That's true. They almost they did win. in um, what, what even Sam Wheat season. They're just there. Yeah. Oh, well, please. Oh, guys, that was guys, never going to happen. We were actually incorrect and I thought you would know your. <gasps> Sophie Monk. Yeah. Yeah, Stu. Oh, I didn't watch that. And also that didn't really count, I guess, because they they already ca- knew each other. And also mm. they cast really, like, no offence, love Warner Brothers to bits. I don't even know if – it was just cast maybe not. It was like there was a strange. lot of very young guys. Yeah. I feel like she would have been hard to cast for. And I think apparently she was like – 
I need some other people. Yes, and then they that's brought hilarious. Yeah. Like, what about I reckon... Jared, though? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Sweet. Bless him. Sweet sunburnt Jared. Sweet sunburnt <laughs> I would have gone for Jared. Just saying. I, yeah, you know what? I, again, big glow up in Bachelor in Paradise. Love literally. Him, totally. And metaphorically. <laughs> literally glowing. An alarmingly peace color. Alarmingly glowing. It was like a morning during my season. Like the crew would be, I don't want to be like Jared. <laughs> serious. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're like, more sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so this is what I wrote about Alicia because Alicia basically, this is the first time we spoke where she DM'd me after this. <laughs> Our first interaction. And you were really nice in your DM and I would have been <laughs> really cunty if someone wrote this about me. This is what I wrote. There is no way in fucking hell Alicia is winning this bitch. She has made her bed and that bed is, quote, weird extra friend of the two bitchy girls in the mansion. In short, she has aligned herself with this season's dickheads, but she doesn't actually contribute much besides some snarky laughter and mincing around after them like a sad, nervous henchman. I mean, it's not oh wrong. Oh, God. It's a shame, really, because a friend of mine went on a few dates with her once and said she's really nice. However, she has made her bed, as I said, and this is all in capitals, you made your trash fire bed, Alicia. <laughs> I'm so mean. I, th- I mean, you're, again, you're not wrong. It's it was, accurate. I was the, what did we say again, like, just to crush the my nervous heart a little henchman. bit. Nervous the henchman. sad nervous henchman. Yeah, you I did was. always seem a little bit like, I remember it seeming like, look, I can't really remember. Because they were outrageously bitchy, these two girls. Yeah, and you were sort of more mates with Romy and what's her face? See, I I think I actually just got, this is going to out myself, I think I just got lucky in the sense that I think a lot of the time the things that they were trying to, the things that they were saying for the most part, like don't get me wrong, that were like still the like, a tan can hide anything comments, which was like, we're like, man, probably should <laughs> yeah. say that. But a lot of the time they would say things in this bitchy way that like, as you would to a colleague or something yeah. like that, that's meant yes. to be in jest. Yeah. I was probably, it's, it's like, it's maybe one of two things. I do laugh a lot, but also I think I was, a, I was like kind of subconsciously aware of the fact that if I laughed after I said the maybe thing that crossed the boundary. Yeah. It came off. It as... came off as like, <laughs> yeah, like less. Well, I mean, it came off as a sad, nervous henchman, clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I, I suppose that's what put me as like the not the most mean yes. of the mean girls. This is such like how stale is this conversation? <laughs> no, it's like I'm a stale batchy like, conversation from like two ago. years ago. <laughs> Guys, it was a year ago. Guys, you totally want to hear Alicia year. talk about this time, like ages ago, where you forgot everything about and everything you guys that didn't happened. Watch the and now you guys so realise like, I'm a really nice person. <laughs> anyway, really let's hot. talk about Bachelor in Paradise because yes. it's way more like okay, recent. So, <laughs> spicy. Basically, we watched Bachelor. You were part of the Mean Girl trio, and probably like the least mean of the Mean Girl trio. Claire. And then we were just like, then there was a bit of outrage because it was like Kat and Alicia are coming to Paradise, and people mm. were like who would put these bullies back on the show, whatever. I didn't care. I was like, great, drama. And then we saw a whole new side of you. Like we actually got to see you. I don't think we actually did on Bachelor because Kat and Romy were these huge personalities and said all the spicy stuff that got the screen time. But we finally got to see you and we – 
Mel and I were like, Alicia is a fucking <laughs> We were so mood. obsessed. Love. I just used all the wine. You can have that weird ice bit at the oh, bottom. Oh, that's fine. Um, I love ice wine. My favourite. Icy, frozen. How did you know? Old wine. Um, <laughs> but like the main storyline because you were just like, I love Patty. And then you oh, guys really? were like making Patty out everywhere. Patty was the fucking worst. How did you love what Patty? We were like, what is that? <laughs> so, what is that? <laughs> so I went, I like, it was totally legitimate. And now that I like watch it myself, I'm like, oh, I completely understand why people are like, what? <laughs> Like I've seen, I've also seen like places that it's like been tactics that I went for Patty, and I think that's like so mean to Patty. <laughs> like, it really is <laughs> so mean. But the reason why I was like, and I wrote because it's so funny. Like, but obviously, before you go on Paradise, you actually quite a number of times you um the wish list which is something that comes up on the show right and it's, oh yes it's a yes. bit problematic because people here uh particularly the the male participants talking mm. about their wish list like Tennille's the top of my wish list yeah. or something like that and people think that it's like a property or ownership it's thing a bit of a meat market but, but it was but it was actually it's just actually a a thing that like um not to like delve too much into production but we a do tool like for them to yeah, like we, su- we submit like yeah. who our wish list is yeah. so you know if they're if someone seems like they'd be keen to do the show like and two people are interested yeah. in each other that's great that's gonna be great television and yeah yeah patty was on my wish list not the first one but once I'd seen him on our season, his season, and it was because he was like sort of the semi-villain of his season, sort of like the party boy. Yeah. And because I had just gravitated so fast towards Kat and Romy, and honestly, it was like this is so lame. It's like it was like a magnetic connection. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. found love, um, <laughs> but I figured like, and and Romy and Kat are very like have a people of a lot of substance, I thought, oh, maybe that's like the key with Patty as well. Maybe mm. the, maybe this is like a truism of all reality TV yeah. and he's like this amazing, interesting guy, which he is, but it just unfortunately didn't work out Wednesday yeah. to Thursday, rest well, in peace. Well, just like that <laughs> cocky guy. Like I can – look, I mean – he definitely was painted badly as well in the show, but also he's just that cocky dude where you're like, he's just so like, you know, British cockiness. Yes. Like, and some and some there people is love something that. nice about it for some people. It's fine yeah. that you liked him. Mm. It's it's weird to me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then obviously, so it was like Patty. Was it just? Patty and then it was Jules or no, was it who else? Patty and Demon. Oh my god, you pashed Demon Daniel. Demon Daniel. Oh my gosh! But then there was also Davy in between. Oh my god, Davy! Everyone, everyone wanted a piece of the Alicia Pie. History revisionism here for me Davey. and Davy. Yeah, Davy Lloyd. We went on a date and we had to like. That's right. They were painting. Right. They were yes. painting a thing of us, like our love story, <laughs> and we had to stare into each other's eyes. And I'm such a batch fan that like I'd known Davy from way back. Yeah. And he kept getting pissed off because I kept calling him the Davy Lloyd, but like to his face. <laughs> and we're like in a car with these GoPros, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm with the Davy Lloyd. He's like, can you stop, mate? Like, we're Calm like, down. Oh, Davey. like, hey, can you like autograph my boob or something? Like, <laughs> there was also Demon Daniel, who we personally don't oh, like because he's because a demon. But then you guys oh. were like pashing to the max oh, times 10 and we were I like, think he was pushing me, let's be honest. He's pretty hot in like an American like Kendall way. Yes. He is also like the nicest. I still very <laughs> regularly talk to Daniel. So my theory is he's okay. just another cat wrong yeah, situation yeah, yeah. where he really leans into that 
whole persona. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And he was such and a demon in the first season. But you could tell he I was can't doing even it. I remember what happened. I oh, was thinking about this. It was fun, this. though. Like, he was so he bad that he was like, fun. He did I'm Geppetto. I'm going to make yeah, one of my puppets. Right. Which, the tea, <laughs> the tea with the puppet comment is yeah. that it's from, like, I mean, I'm not into this, but to his credit, it's from a Will Ferrell movie. Oh, right, it's from, okay. like, I don't know, The House or something oh, like that. Oh, uh, yeah. So and he's, like, he, making a quote, but we just didn't know it. And then it didn't quote. Then he oh, just sounded Demon Daniel, Bravo. when you quote, like, stale yes, films, no, this is what happens. Don't quote Will Ferrell movies. It's only <laughs> Anchorman. You can only credit Anchorman yes. or nothing else. That's all you've got. You can only say, I'm Ron Burgundy. Oh, no one will understand. Exactly. No one will know what it is. I'm Ron Burgundy. Many leather-bound mahogany books or whatever. Like, say classy uh, San Diego, yeah, maybe. Nothing else. Come on. We're in, like, pop culture. you got to make those yeah. references very, Keep it tight. very accessible. Keep it tight. Yeah, maybe that movie said. was a bigger hit in Canada than it was here. Yeah, maybe. potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, speaking of demons, then you mm-hmm. dated and Jules. then, of course, the Jules situation happened there's so much to unpack here and i just like i feel like everybody like literally of it where who are we talking to before chantel my best friend al Mm -hmm. me i've been in a relationship for nine years but even i was like this is taking me back to dating these types of people and feeling these types of feelings and feeling like it's my fault yeah and blaming myself and i hated that you're like blaming yourself for his immaturity or whatever and I think it was so real and so relatable like reality tv bachelor whatever it's fun it's a bit escapist yeah but it actually this like storyline in inverted commas but you and Jules on the show it was the most relatable thing that we've seen on The Bachelor. So I went through this whole, like, one of my exes, like, destroyed me because I was so into him and he was just too fucking emotionally immature. And Mm. I think it's so hard when somebody is like, I like you, but like sort of, and then like this and like, I don't know. And I don't know. Ambiguity. (laughs) And I have this huge umbrella of (laughs) Oh my God, like and it's fucked and I think everyone has been through it. Yeah, we've all been there and watching from the outside because we were, I think because Jules came in like you were there from the start and people were like, Alicia rules, like love Alicia, such a mood this season. Everyone well, see, was very protective feel, of you. I didn't even feel that way actually. I actually thought, interestingly enough, when when me and Patty had the fight there were still people very much the sentiment that I received was like people sort of on Patty's side until probably the end of the episode where they saw how unhinged he was with Brooke. Brooke, yeah. Mm. And, uh, but for the first part of the episode, like what I was, I'm like prolific on Twitter and like just like scrolling, (laughs) like lurking. Um, (laughs) Like the, the general sentiment was like, I mean, like Laura Byrne, Maddie J's Laura, uh, like actually put up a story calling me a gaslighter with the patty with the patty situation. Oh my God. Yeah, and I, I sort of like, but I sort girls of support girls. <laughs> but I sort of understood how maybe you could read it that way, in 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 the fact that um, if you're coming into it like not really knowing much about me or taking the sort of uh, the picture from The Bachelor and you're using that as your frame of reference for how I might act as a person. Mm. Maybe you could see it. Like gaslighting is a pretty big word to use and I was pretty like affronted by it, um, particularly from someone as, that, that I like quite admire. Mm. Um, but but like uh, the reception there, like I didn't really feel like – I actually felt like 
the Jules date was the moment where people, when they saw me having like a genuine one-on-one human connection and they could see how I was relating to somebody, I feel like that's when people started to maybe um, not like fall in love with with me, warm to me. I think that that's maybe when people started to be like, okay, shit, maybe we haven't got the full picture of her, but there was still plenty of people. people tweeting when we finished me and Jules's date. There were plenty of people being like, she's going to break his heart. Oh my God, that is so dumb. And I'm like sitting at home and Jules was there with me when we, we watched our date back together. Oh really? And we were sitting there and I'm like going through the tweets and stuff we were pretty drunk. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, people think that I'm going to break your heart. Well, well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You're going to break mine, sweetie. So, I don't uh, get that because we were like, we were like instantly 100% like, Team Alicia. And like, that date was disgusting, FYI. Yep. I really don't like yep. chocolate and games. food. I, I love hate the chocolate <laughs> No. What about that time that the uh, chocolate Watsy and bath? Richie and Alex yeah, got yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's no, probably iconic, full body though. chocolate is That's a little iconic. bit much for me. Mm. It's disgusting. But Alex, it was cute. Alex has told me since, again, we're coming up with all the good tea. Yeah. Alex literally like had chocolate. Just right still, up a vagina. Just still up in place. That's what I was thinking it was about. Cho- right Chalky vagina. vagina. I can you imagine. You go to the beach sometimes, it like yeah. seawater goes, and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Like it's sand it's right like up three there. weeks yeah. later. That is just like amazing. Oh. You know what? If anything to have up there. <laughs> Chocolate. Chocolate's a good one. <laughs> Love that. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I think it was just that, look, to sum it up. Yes. Everyone has dated a Jules. Yes. Everyone's and been the why, Alicia in the Alicia and Jules yes. situation. And that's why it was so relatable. It and that's deeply actually not relatable. even shade on him. I actually think he, he is just not a ready. lot of, he's young. Yes. yes. It's that vibe. And, and like I've had my heart broken by not just that one Jules type, yes. but like multiple. Like I went through a lot of dating before I met my boyfriend and so many dudes that were like super nice, super amazing genuinely amazing, delightful human beings, but just not ready. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't even know where this was going. I think I was going to ask you about like... Well, like on the Jewel stuff, I guess, like you say, uh, like I agree with you. I think that there is nothing like fundamentally necessarily wrong with Jules as a human (laughs) being. Like he's a really nice guy and he's incredibly talented and like that's why we connected. Like, Like we, I think he's phenomenal mm. but he's just not in the right place and mm. it's not like he's not looking for a girlfriend so yeah. I resented him for going, for on, going a on a dating TV show. show agree yeah. because that's how I felt about the honey badger yes yes Remember? I still hate him I don't hate him. I'm a honey badger apologist. Firstly, he went in the devil's pool, which all Aussie, all Aussie mystery owls will know is cursed. We've done a whole oh, episode I of am this. Not, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Like which... I straight out have said to every media outlet that will listen <laughs> that I am not. Nick once said that he's like, not that I really think that I fit into this category given the fact that I think I could literally walk past him on the street and he would not know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> But he said, he said, like, if any of these ladies that are upset that I didn't pick anyone or I didn't take this whole process seriously, again, I'm being a bit. You're paraphrasing. (laughs) Paraphrasing. Uh, Like, if any of them are sad or upset, I'll buy them a drink. And it was like, literally. (laughs) 
I didn't know he said that because I was no. my so I <laughs> I took a bit of a pro honey badger stance yeah. after the Josie finale oh, because you're like okay like if that's how you feel well I was a bit like if Ali had done it in the Bachelorette yes. people would have applauded her and been like true you know she shouldn't have to yes. do whatever anyone you know if it was a woman I thought it was a bit like a bit of a pile on because it's like I tell you what if the he issue just is, didn't though. like them yeah then he shouldn't have to but then shit came out afterwards yes I also think that like that he think, you know didn't ever want to yes, pick anyone like I think that probably the biggest issue was I felt that like had he gone into the show like this is the difference between him and Ali and it's nothing to do with gender mm. Ali went on the show for and the right reason like she is, yeah. like she wanted to find yes. her person she's a sweet Nick did not no. want to find he wanted to find another tradie undies contract yeah so <laughs> I compared it in my story to Blake Garvey because I'm like isn't it better to just pick no one then Rather than fucking yes. dump oh, Sam Frost for I thingy, agree. like yeah. I actually, I, but also like don't yeah. propose, don't, like, chill and don't out go on the show in the first insane. place. Like Honey Badger shouldn't have gone on in the first place. But my, I was playing devil's advocate, and mm. I was like, mm. if you know he just didn't gel with these people, mm. then why should he? You know, because so many of them have had fake relationships where oh, totally, we've been waiting, like or like people <laughs> watching like, our clocks. Mm, like, I can see that mm, you moved Richie your elbow Alex. to the left <laughs> yeah. on the project, so you mustn't be in love. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, some of them have really just timed out, like Stu yeah. and Soph, and where you've kind of been like, oh, yep, I reckon, this one's over. I reckon Richie and Alex at least. Like, Richie and Alex, my we're waiting for that one. Is that Richie is like. Like full on loves Alex, I reckon. Oh, see, I thought that he was just like a bit like just cool off on the what's it the rigs, whatever the things oh, are, the yeah, mines, the oil, yep, the the oil mines. rigs, the and stuff. he just is not in a place for a relationship. I don't know. Oh no, I I have a bit of a like I have a love hate relationship in with Rich. We had big He's issues so in paradise. We had like words, but I also oh. like sort of have a crush on him. Yeah. So. <laughs> he needs the long hair back though. Yeah. But she that was hot. <laughs> he's really smart. He's like super smart, but he's a little bit like, um, like you just, you know, those people you just want to shake and you're like, just like say something mean or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh, I'd be like, no edginess stop, to them. Like Richie, yeah. I'd be like, stop fucking talking about space, man. Oh like God. he loves him and Alex Bordy <laughs> literally all day would just talk about space, space. <laughs> and I it's like the most in, it was the most endearing <laughs> thing ever because they were just like literally a, a day in the life of people in paradise would be Richie and Alex working out and they like look so fucking hot American when Alex out. yeah American about? Alex sorry Alex Bordy yeah American Alex and I'm like I literally just sit there with my book and be like <laughs> not <laughs> like, turning the pages I'm just totally not watching <laughs> the sweat drip down your ass wow I'm really enjoying Capital by Thomas Piketty <laughs> Alicia, you haven't turned a page in an hour and a half. Oh. And then they the would go upside down. Then they would go have an omelette and they would talk about space. <laughs> an omelette. An omelette. And, an omelet. and, so and specific. then, oh then they'd go to sleep. Oh my god. I'm obsessed. Um, speaking of being kind of an influencer because you now have like a bit of a following, um, what is it like going on dating apps now? Because oh, I mate, would think I've that was weird. Yeah, but is it weird? Like, do people be like, oh, it's Alicia um, from The Bachelor? I occasionally get <laughs> like, voice. let's just open up Hinge right here. Yeah. I occasionally, <laughs> oh, no, actually, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So this guy, I mean, 
I'll hook it up for the listeners. But he literally <laughs> emailed me being like, hey, look, like, I know we didn't match, but, like, know who you are. Oh, my and God. How did you get your oh, email? That's creepy. And they always chuck something in, like, I'll give you my rose. And I'm like, is no. your rose your penis, man? Because, like, <laughs> if, if that's, if that's, if that's what you all you've got for me, then. <laughs> also, oh, my God. Don't make no bachelor jokes to Alicia on Tinder, guys. That's don't. what I'm saying oh, to you. Oh, you can yeah. Don't mind acknowledgement. Don't say That's the rose different. thing. Different. That's Just weird. Just don't email me. Don't, don't email. Yeah. Okay, fair. Unless don't you're DM Alicia's me. accountant organising yeah. a tax appointment, don't email her. <laughs> Just don't. Maybe, don't do like, it. email's too far. I could even take a DM if you're, like, cute and I've just like been off bumble for a few days yeah. but if True. you like haven't matched then that's a message guys like take the well, message but I'm not prolific like right, I'm, okay. I'm usually when I'm drunk you're like hey, welcome like to DMs I'm welcome to DMs because like we can't be on top of yeah, every right. administrative I just maybe say like email but include like a few pics or something oh my god we already even talked about I like know. fucking mysteries are we up to conspiracy theories okay. yet to we're fair, almost there it's only seven o'clock and I'm pretty proud of us because this is we're doing great. We're doing a great job. What a job. gender item are we up to? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, to explain, <laughs> we're up to, like, number four, four on the sheet and it's, like, to explain what our we show is. What the clear. fuck you're here for. <laughs> uh, so, so why we're the a fuck? podcast. Why the fuck is Alicia here? You might be asking after an hour of listening to this absolute shit, which we love. So the link was we both became fangirls of Alicia we were following her and then she posted yes a, it was a pic of you and Jules and you were like um this person guessed that the prime minister I'd want to have over for dinner was Harold Holt and like Mel or I like I can't remember you, definitely you I think I tagged Mel and I'm like Harold Holt and then you liked <laughs> that comment and we were like <laughs> we're like, she she's it. our people and she yes. said something about Harold Holt because and we obviously covered Harold Holt in the podcast because he fucking disappeared and it's such a wild story. And to give more info about that. Why do you love Harold Holt? Um, why did I, why do I want to have him as a dinner guest? Yeah. I just like, obviously it's the mystery yeah, that we all know need to know. He is yeah. the king of the mermaids, obviously. I am, yeah. I imagine uh, it was the Chinese. Yes. Oh, the Chinese. That's, that's, that's the other one. Yeah. I think, they I think he's him. king of the mermaids. But yeah. I also love the theory that the Chinese came and got the submarine and got him out of the water and so then took him away. I love the theory um, that he swam around to another bay and his mysterious, like, oh. fourth mistress. Because he had, oh my like, gosh, a he was fucking everyone. Everyone. She, she was, was like, waiting energy. for him and then they drove away, never oh to be God. seen again. Because he just BTE couldn't be bothered being yes, the prime BDE. minister anymore. Yes, I had reckon so many that, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I like that I'm one. I'm a romantic, so I'm like, yeah, you go, yeah, Harold. You, you go like, cheat on your sorry, wife sorry and your other two mistresses. <laughs> <laughs> don't condone this behaviour. Like, but pick one. Like, <laughs> like we yeah, don't do a Nick Cummins on the situation. Just like stick to it. The Nick Cummins yeah. of the ocean. <laughs> like, it's sort of like how Nick went to PNG or something to yeah, like escape. To escape. Yeah. So basically, after the Harold Holt situation, then we were. Then Mel contacted you to be like, do yes. you like crimey shit? Come on our show. And you were like, I like cults. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the cults. <laughs> what a natural thing to say. It's like, I, I, like I don't really go for crime, but cults is Cult- Oh, you're in the market, mate. Yeah. You are with your people. Um, so I suppose I just like, I really just flipped, you just <laughs> flipped like, my mic. Click your mic. You're like, okay, I've become here a diva are. now. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm ready to talk to you about cults. <laughs> you're like, cults? Um, here I go. I'm just thinking of like the sort of uh, documentaries that I gravitate towards, I guess. Are you this a Manson so, gal? Not so like much. Like Mel see, over here? See, yeah. again, I don't necessarily go for crime. 
Mm. I more go for, okay, like, um, isn't it horrible that I've forgotten the name? Kool-Aid. Oh, Oh. yeah, Jonestown. Jonestown. Jonestown fan, Scientology fan. (laughs) Yes. Um, like really Illuminati. Just, oh no, maybe, that's a secret. Society. I think I feel, I feel like I more go for, I think my niche is, and it's a very, very strict niche is like religious cults yes. or yes. religious. And I mean, almost it does fit within crime because I'm not like going to make any like hasty, but like. Scientology is problematic at the moment. Yes. And Religions that are culty in nature. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think. We're going to lay some heavy stuff down. <laughs> um, I was – my family were a part of a uh, – I would I would straight out say a cult. Really? Um, yeah, called the Revivalist Centre. So my whole my whole family were in the uh, – were in the Revivalist Centre. It's very big on sort of like the south coast. Mm. And um, I remember sitting on the ca- in the car with my grandma one day – Love Elsie. Shout out. Uh, Bless Elsie. Shout out. I said the word cunt so many times. I hope you're not Don't listen, mum and dad. Love you, Elsie. I'll come. And she, I remember, I remember I was just literally sitting there just like talking gibberish and she was like moved and she thought that I was speaking in tongues. And, oh my God. and I remember vividly, I would have been like, I, I, I would like, I would maybe like, Eight when we were in the church, mm. and then eventually my family uh, were essentially excommunicated. Really? Um, so I've always been fascinated, and since like uh, members of my family have done because our, the revival the revivalist center, uh, I guess, is a little different in the sense that uh, it's it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. Like it's not you're not you're not t- you're not googling like cults on on yes. Google and it's like it's coming you come up, up, up with first. like a little yeah. pebble or something like yeah, yeah. that. Um, but all of the sort of the dynamics mirror a cult mm, yeah. and that has been something that my family have had to work through in yeah. terms of in the same way as like when I've been with and this sounds I, I don't I don't necessarily know if this is a fantastic mirror to provide or analogy but when I've been in bad relationships in the past I found myself googling like xyz behavior and Mm. then it would come up in some sort of list as like emotional abuse or controlling behavior yeah and it's just through investigating some of the behavior that you're subject to that you're Mm. like oh this is problematic this is not okay and actually people once you read a bit more about cults and cult behavior then you land in this space where you're like actually i identify a lot of these behaviors yeah as cult-like behavior and maybe because it wasn't like the family, like a heavy cult. Yes. Cult. yes. You weren't like people go through deprogramming and like right. heaps of counseling. But then if you don't go through all that counseling and deprogramming, then those behaviors yes. remain. Completely. And because so, you were so young, it's like the formative time of your oh, life. Oh, I like hardly, I, I very, I hardly, it's really a blip in my memory. Mm. I've sort of been coloured by what my mum or my aunt have told me about that experience for them. Mm. And 
I suppose the one thing that like the the thing that I carry with me about that experience is just the intensity of emotion and I am incredibly it's really interesting to think about how it's affected me now I'm very um I have an issue with evangelism now mm-hmm. like my grandma is still quite religious and if I go to a service or like I travel to Vietnam just like on a holiday with one of my friends who's quite Catholic and I went to a few services with her and I find evangelism mm. and I find uh, like church proceedings uh, quite I'd hate to use the word because just because I feel like it's like lost complete meaning, but I find it quite triggering. Yeah, like I, yeah. I get very emotional and I get very upset. Mm. Uh, so, no, I'm the same because I so I grew up in a church. Like I did ten years in like a born again Christian life, right. and I'm similar. Like I find it quite even when I watched. Um, this is it's not controversial really, but basically we had such like charismatic speakers that would come and it's like they're very gifted at talking and at presenting sort of, you know, what they believe. They're very passionate people. And then when I watched Hannah Gadsby's, um, oh, comedy special. Amazing. Like, see, I have, I haven't watched it, but I know that I like. Nanette. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's genuinely amazing. This is not a thing of don't watch it. It's 100% do watch it. She is very charismatic and she is very passionate and has an amazing way of like, I guess, communicating her truth. And my sister came in when I was watching it and she was like, oh my God, this is like Hillsong. And I was oh. like, whoa, that's exactly what it's like. Like the the kind of same char- charisma right. mm. and then it, it makes you feel a bit weird and icky because you have this bad experience yes. when you were younger yes. and then it's it like resonates in wash people. Not or, saying yeah. you guys were necessarily like cults. Yeah. That's the first or, or, thing. Yes. That's, that's how they do An it. An evangelical leader. Yeah. And I feel like, oh, I mean, on a bigger picture, I now am, this is getting very deep about how I feel like, feel about religion in general, but I find it very confronting, uh, Probably because I don't necessarily I don't identify as having faith. I, mm. I consider I'm an myself atheist. like I'm the opposite to you guys in that my parents were both atheists, yeah. and when I was a child, they were like, "God isn't real, religion isn't wow. real." Off you go. So I had no option. I consider as to, yeah. so I'm the opposite. Yeah. Where I'm like I was never given that. You know, it's up to you. And my mum was very much like we this went is what through you can it. Do. I was so never like, sort of like my mum was very much like uh, very soft, like into religion. Mm. I think she probably like still, you know, when you know those people who identify when they go to sort of like a funeral or something, and you do like the all the verses. Yeah, yes. I still like almost feel like I would find a like find solace or something or comfort in take something in from verses. them. Yes. But now I'm like, I, yeah, I get like, because I sort of consider myself agnostic or a, an atheist, mm. I feel like uh, I, I feel confronted when I see people who are so deeply moved, affected, mm. and that they're like whole being they that they actually feel a genuine connection to faith. Yeah. I'm almost jealous in a sense. It's like yes. a nice harmless faith, whereas you guys didn't have that experience. Yeah. Like it was I more, think I, mean, it was I just, just so like, yeah, like as in such an influential period. Like I was so impressionable. That's well, the yeah, word. it's informative yeah. years. It's weird. You seem to have a little bit more uh, 
connection or memory of it than I well, do. Well, I was 15 I to very, okay. 14 to 24, sorry. Yeah. Right. So it was like okay. wild. Oh, yes. yeah. I was really like, it was like yeah. literally maybe seven to eight for yeah. me. And I was very much, I was like, I was just knew that I would go to Sunday school while everyone else was like at the service. Mm. And I knew that it was very intense and it was uh, like a hardcore community, mm. but also, yeah. I felt yeah. pretty kind of detached about it. So when we left the church, I was like, yeah, okay, next. Yeah. <laughs> but I reckon that's why I'm fascinated by cults because I think. Yeah. And maybe that's why I'm not. Yeah. Like, cult, cults aren't my thing. They don't thing. do it for you? No. Because I'm just like, I remember vividly. I remember where I was when I first, and I didn't like, you know, have you ever like been sat down for the night watching some Netflix and you don't really intend to stumble upon something so intense and then you're like in it. Yeah. I literally haven't moved. I popped it on YouTube. It was the Jones, I think it's like there's a key Jonestown documentary Mm. and I was just glued for like two hours and I was like weeping at the end. Mm. And it is very, and it is just like, I, I was I and I never there's almost like a weird sick like well I'm like so glad I found such a, a, a an intense documentary that moved me in such a way yeah but it was very much like and I didn't really know very much about it I'd heard the phrase like drink the Kool-Aid mm. and I just remember being shocked to my core how did I not really know about this what, and mm, what that actually means yes. Yes, and it's so it's much darker. Dark. Yeah. You should read Beautiful Revolutionary by Laura Woollett. She's an Aussie writer. It is so good. It's fiction. But she takes like a person in Jones, like the Jonestown yeah. cult. I forgot what they're called. The People's Temple. Yes. And um, follows her story. And it made it so personal for me. Like she does a lot of research to do it. Mm. Yes. But it made it. amazing. It's so good. I have it. I could lend it to one of you. There's and then another, the other person. <laughs> have a little book club. club. There's another <laughs> fascinating one as well, which funnily enough I watched. So just full circle for us here, bring you back to Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> um, when we put into, I, I only know the word from like RuPaul's Drag Race, but they put you into, um, oh, wow, I've lost the word now. <laughs> Essentially when you're in lockdown, yeah. okay, like, the idea is that you can't like have any more contact and it's like this little yes. clean period yeah. where you're like before you go into the show. So we do a lockdown um, like I think I was in a hotel with Kat for like three days before we went into paradise just because they're working out things. You're doing like yeah. a publicity photo shoot. Yes. Mm. You're seconded like a They do the away. same with Big Brother. I remember yeah. shooting yeah. people when I worked at a magazine. So they didn't know who else yes, was going exactly. in. And it was exactly. all very, they're going to this lift. Now we'll take this <laughs> totally. person out of that lift. It's and totally we were just like, like that. Okay. And we have a minder with us. <laughs> yeah. And we get very. We're all very cloak and yeah, drag we, up. <laughs> And so on Fiji and on the Fijian TV, we only, there was like the Australian channel, which is like the, it's literally called Australia channel, which is like all the generic, like ABC, you get like ABC news for a bit and then you'll get like, um, uh, What's that Channel 10 quiz show? Have you been paying attention? Oh, you'll my go God. Like, you'll go like ABC <laughs> News, have you been paying attention? And then it's just something else random, like Landline or something <laughs> like that. I love Landline. Oh, my God. I'm like genuinely obsessed with Landline, but that's a whole other story for another the time. The other TV show that you can watch is uh, like crime investigation. So I watched like oh. a lot of the Fernandez murders, like oh, wow. maybe three times I watched yep. that documentary. <laughs> I was all over it. But I also watched this fascinating one that is about this. It was about a cult 
and they started, it was in America and they started somewhere and then they moved to a country area and they built all these pyramids. What? Have you heard of this? No. Oh. oh my god, I need to know all about this pyramid. You guys have got to get into the have you, you I mean it's all Aussie mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> hey, we we don't discriminate in mystery minutes, pyramids. it's anything. Yeah. I'm really Googling right now. Pyramids America <laughs> yeah, cult. cult. Let's wow. see what we get. The uh, oh. what's that thing that no. just went and got the journos? No, the, we really the federal oh. police are gonna oh, come yeah, for you. Again, it's another religion. Um, Nuwabian Nation. Oh. It's an American religious movement found, uh, founded by this guy called Dwight York. And it was about this, it was like this black Muslim movement. Oh. And I just watched the most fascinating documentary and I was just drawn in. And when you've been watching, have you been paying attention for hours yeah. on end? You're like, oh, I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God. Better. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, I love you and Cavalier or whatever, but really <laughs> good to do with you. <laughs> it's funny to talk about Batchy and cults because when we were like thinking about this episode and thinking about talking about cults with you and I'm like I don't have a favorite cult per se because I'm it's just not my thing bring me a bunch of like I'd take Ted Bundy over Charles Manson any day basically yes. that like sums oh. us up like an interest <laughs> Josie's got more of an interest in like individual loners that go around yes. murdering people Psycho, and like, serial killers. like I try I dabble like yeah but like but it's weird, remember it? Kira Maguire yes. Yes. was in a cult. Yes. And like a quite not, it was less yes. religious, like revivalist. It was like a polygamous cult. Yes. So basically she didn't know which of the women in this group was her mum until so she was weird. five. And that's when her mum actually decided to take them away from that situation. Mm. And it was kind of outed. Oh, I think in a magazine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she did an interview on the projects. It was a really good interview. It's still online. I was watching it the other day. I love Kira. Like Alicia and Kira, mm. they're the only mm. people I care about from Bachelor Nation or whatever. <laughs> um, love Kira. And she was kind of a bit affronted that, that it had kind of been oh, I completely outed understand. like that. But she she then like had her moment to actually speak her truth, I guess, on the project yeah. in, the, in the interview. And basically this guy had like 20 wives and like all these kids. Oh, yeah. I've read her story so extensively. Weird. Again, like I was a Batch fangirl. I really, yeah. I really like uh, Kira is, was going into the show like one of my, the, my, my faves, I guess. Love her. Someone that I'm like um, and I am really moved by her story and I'm so glad that she's been able to share it even though maybe initially I don't think it was actually necessarily willing on her part from yeah. what I got the vibe of. Yeah. Um, we're coming up to two hours. Whoa. Okay. Well, maybe it's time to, to say bye. To say our bye. Thank you so much for coming on, Alicia. You're a legend. I've loved it. Guys, Come you join. can follow Alicia yes. on Instagram. What's, you. what's your handle? Um, I think it's, it's very long. It's your, it's, you've got a name like name. mine. It's my whole name. Imagine if I was josephine.rosenberg-clark. Oh like, yeah. How it's ridiculous. A, it's Alicia, my first name. Alicia. With, with an, an S. S-H. Yeah. A-L-I-S-H. So write that in and see how far that takes you. And then we've got Aitken Radburn. So just look me up on the Daily Mail or something. Type in Alicia, Bachelor in Paradise on Google. And you'll find her. And then come to my Instagram. And please DM me if you've watched this episode. But also Alicia is going to join the group because I'm looking at her demanding it. I'm doing it right now and I'm just going to like. And she's going to like. 
be there and yep. we'll tag her. And if you guys don't know what the group is, it's oh, the yes. Aussie Mystery Hour podcast on Yay. Facebook. Type that in yeah. to the search bar. You'll find it. it. <laughs> Join it. Um, is that all we have to say? Yeah. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Thank you.